contest. Best believe I punched Keanu Reeves. It was better than anything you could see in speed. I hit John Wick and now I'm feeling so Basically, I'm a god. You can call me Hercules. I couldn't remember the, uh, the adjective he used, but it's appealing. I love this and I hope it's a regular thing between y'all. It's not. never happened before. We just both like that song. Make it a regular thing, please. <laughs> Oh, what a good ass song! Thank you, Randall Park, for your contributions to us. I need to watch that. Have you not seen the movie, Molly? Oh, Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I will. How about a whiskey and soda? Huh, less soda than usual, thanks. Wait, and this is wine to drink. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. And welcome to Tipsy Terror. And Molly is (laughs) sad because I accidentally lowered the volume right before her favorite part of that theme song. (laughs) It's the part I always just hit the whoa. (laughs) And so now I'm going to be off the whole episode. (laughs) <laughs> um, welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast where we get drunk and we watch a horror movie and then we record ourselves watching the movie and then we record the podcast right after um, while we're still drunk and then we cut in clips of us watching the movie like this clip. Does it have arms where its chest is? I think so. What did Loki fuck? Faces. How insightful. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a couple to choose from. And my name is Harish. There's only two things we talked about, and we're going to pick one of the two. I'm Samantha. I'm Molly. And we have a very special guest here today. Um, My good friend and coworker, Claudia Hitt. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Welcome. Welcome thank to you. Thank you. Tour. Happy to be here. Happy to drink all your White Claws. Very, very good. They're all Molly's. And to <laughs> They're Claws. <laughs> Throwing her under the bus. Claws coming out. I'm not ashamed claws of liking coming White Claws. So, uh, should we start with our first segment? Let's roll into it, baby. Um, we start usually, actually every time, except <laughs> for like the first episode. But we start with uh, trivia, and I am below the bar. The below the bar trivia is go. the name of the segment, and I am the designated driver. And do you guys have uh, buzzer noises buzz. to buzz in? I always have buzz. Fuck Southwest. <laughs> I feel like a good eh is it? It's a classic buzz. That's Finally, someone yeah. like me, somebody like me on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just like so, to do buzzer noises. Question one. Um, the original. So the original tagline that was used for this movie uh, was "They should have gone to blank." But they changed it. Eh. Eh. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. I already know the answer. They should have gone to Amst- Amsterdam. No, that's... Oh, that's Amsterdam? what I was going to say, that's too. Wrong. Amsterdam. Oh, okay, go. And, by the way, this is multiple choice. Oh, sorry. So, so, even more. I, I also was just going to buzz yeah. in before. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, but the options are A, Berlin, B, Vegas, C, oh, bzz- Amsterdam. Vegas. Yeah. That's that's a line in the movie, but the original tagline was they should have gone to Vegas, but they changed it to they should have gone to Ibiza 
because um there was a massacre like a shooting oh, in vegas shooting. um in october of 2017 around mm-hmm. when this came out so that's why they changed it no matter what though they should have gone to blank is a shitty tagline for this movie well they should have gone to vegas is a line from the movie no i know but it just sounds like a comedy to be fair it was from dom and as we all understand (laughs) fuck dom yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's true (laughs) all right next question next question okay the sign the hikers see on the trees near the cabin is the last rune of the futhark which which is an ancient (gasps) germanic alphabet and it's called Odal or Othala. It is pronounced O and means what? What does it mean? They talk Af- about the futark in Midsummer. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, options. The options. A. Danger. B. Property. C. God. Or D. Safety. Fuck Southwest. Yes. God. No. Hmm. That's incorrect. Oh, no. Anyone else can buzz in? Buzz? Yeah. Danger? Nope. Buzz? Yeah. Safety? No. Nope. It's property. I it's knew it. Property, I was gonna yeah. do property and then I was like, um, dang it. Okay, well, so on IMDB it says that what I just read as the question, that was one of the trivia and it ends with it means property. But then later there you know how on IMDB they have the trivia the section that's spoilers. Spoilers. Later there's more information. Um, and it says, it's the rune for O in the ancient written language of the Vikings and is typically thought of as Odin's rune, though it also stands for heritages or estate. That makes sense if it's Odin's rune. Yeah. The ru- this rune... This is Odin's grandchild? Yeah. Well, Loki is not Odin's... Adopted grandchild? Yeah. <laughs> the rune has been co-opted by Nazis and white supremacists as a symbol, though oh. its usage... Really? by them is abhorred by people who adhere to the Asatruar. I've never seen this rune outside Yeah, Nazis of, like, love runes. It's because it's, it's it's they're dumb as shit. <laughs> okay, so at this point, the scores are one for Samantha and one for Molly. Nope. No. I don't have no, a point. No, nobody else has a point because like, the last question, no one got it right. Yes, so, that's correct. Final question. Oh, great. <laughs> um, maybe I'll find a tiebreaker. I don't know. Um, the actors Rafe Spall, who plays Luke, and Sam Troughton, who plays Dom, are. Oh, this b- is why you didn't want us to look anything. Yeah. Up. What else has he been in? I looked it up, and there's not a ton. Don't look Don't it look up. Any up. No. Okay. Yeah. Are both part of a sci-fi franchise? Oh. What sci-fi franchise is this? Option A, Star Wars. Option B, Alien. Option C, Terminator. Or option D, The Matrix. Oh, wasn't going to say any Buzz. of Buzz? Yes. Terminator. No. God damn it. Buzz? Yeah. Let's go for Alien? Yeah, that's correct. Woo! That was my second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Ray Spall, who played Luke, is in Prometheus. And Dom is in AVP Aliens vs. Predator. Hmm. So, uh, fuck, it's tied. Between Samantha and Claudia. Um, so, uh, let's I'm going to go vote for a rock, paper, scissors. I was literally let's about to say, it. all right, yeah. rock, paper, scissors. All right. Are we doing two out of three or one? Of course, two out of three. Okay, on shoot? On shoot, on shoot. Of course. All right, <laughs> all right here we go. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. And hit rip. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, wow. What? Okay. Sam won. So they tied. Well, um, Claudia won the first one. No, no, Sam no, no, won no. the second we one. We tied. I won. We tied. And I then, won. It's true. You won. You won. It was oh, fair. Oh, wow. Okay. I'll earn that defeat. All right. So Samantha's winner. <laughs> What's uh, your drink? Oh, wait. Play that theme song, shit. baby. God damn it. Okay, got it. <laughs> Sam, Sam, you're the jam. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, love it. Okay. Um, I want each of you to take a big old gulp of your drink. A you don't have slurp. to finish it, but you just a healthy slurp. Oh, Molly just straight up finished. Oh, Claudia's going for the kill too. <laughs> All right. I wasn't going to be mean, but they did it. Work tomorrow is going to be great. <laughs> so excited. You love to see it. So our next segment I is hung over at work in a while. It's You're been a couple be. weeks for me. <laughs> okay. I'm always like that. months. <laughs> oh no, I'm a I'm a bad person. I <laughs> I can't do it ever. It has been honestly since that marathon like a year ago. I can't do it. I know there was one time I was I came in at seven with Katrina, and it was one of like the first weeks I had gotten here, and I felt really terrible. But I was still kind of drunk. Oh, man. <laughs> like Katrina, uh, I swear to God, I'm not that's this relatable bad. all the time. <laughs> all right. So our se- next segment is recapping the movie, where we recap the whole movie in seven minutes. Yes. So who it's wants to be much who? Much time as you think it is. All right. So Claudia. there's four main characters, so we get to split. Mm-hmm. You get picked first pick. I'll pick Dom because I connect with him and his Big Mac fetish a lot. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear the words Big Mac fetish in my life. I'm I... from the South. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where are you from in the South? I'm from Florida, which is the worst part of the South. I don't know. I'm from Texas. I can challenge you on oh, that. Oh, perfect. I lived in Birmingham for a couple ah, months. There we are. Right. Um, oh, Harish is also from I'm Texas. I'm also from Texas. Um, kind of. Partially. Um, do you guys have a preference? No. No. What do we got left? Luke. Luke. Hutch. I'm Hutch. He was my favorite. Okay. Hutch was good. Rip. What's the other guy's name that's not Luke? Phil. 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 I'll be Phil. I'll be Luke. <laughs> Fuck my drag. You know, I love taking the lead on the project. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll, we'll coach you through this. All right. Seven okay. minutes starting. Oh, wait. Who's going to play um the guy who dies? Uh, it doesn't matter. We need somebody oh, here. I will. I will. Okay. All right. Ready? Play. So we're in a bar and we're planning our vacation. Just four lads. Five lads. Five lads. Five, just five, five lads. <laughs> we should and go to Amsterdam. No. Ibiza. No. Uh, Berlin. No. No. Nine. 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 <laughs> Nine. Thank you. Nine. Sweden. You know what? Yeah, let's do some hiking. Hiking Fuck it up. Let's do it. Whatever. Sounds lame, but whatever. But first, we should go get drunk. We need to go to the liquor store. Hell yeah. Let's go to the liquor store and buy this vodka that I'm picking up. Boop-a-doop. What are these guys doing? Oh, there's some bad people here. And give us all your money. And we're going to beat you up. And I'm hiding behind the shelf like a little bitch. And I'm like, get his wallet. Get yeah. his watch. Yeah, you can and take it. You can take it. Not not the ring, though. Sorry, oh, brother. Give him the ring. No, uh-uh. The ring. No, uh-uh. And then slash, uh-uh. you, you're dead. I hit you with the machete. Holy lad, That's a dying fuck. sound. Oh, my God. And my friend is dead, and I did nothing to help him. Six months later. Cut to, we're in the woods Wake of Sweden. Wake up in the tent. 
we're in the camp we're doing a hiking trail and we go and we make a little memorial to our friend and we're paying homage to him and um we're and hiking we're just hiking, hiking and it's because it's what he sucks. wanted we should have gone to vegas like the tagline of this oh, movie originally gone. but also <laughs> fuck you luke you could have done something there was nothing I could have done, and I think you all know that. Sure, all right, sure. so we're looking for the lodge, and we can see it in the distance. We only have so far to go. Wow. Oh, no. Dumb, you fell. Yeah, it sure seems like a good time to fuck up my knee. <laughs> <laughs> so we're walking, and then um, we find that deer we- thing. In oh, the, this in the trees, and we're like, what the yeah. fuck did that? Not a bear. <laughs> Bears don't do that. It is all batted here. It is eviscerated. And then um, we have some bad time, and then we find that house. It's raining. Oh, Uh, it's raining. It's raining, and we find a rune, and then we move our flashlights over, and we find a house. All right. Let's just, I guess, crash at the house for the night. Yeah, it seems like a bad idea. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. (laughs) So let's explore the house, and uh, let's go upstairs, and holy fucking shit, what the hell is that? There's some sort of monument. Weird monument, headless ritual thing. Well, you know what? Fuck it. We gotta go to bed. We gotta wake up early, get out of here. Just a couple hours. Let's mm. do it. Let's, Let's just do it. stay downstairs. By uh, and we're talking around this campfire, and I'm like, I'll pay a thousand dollars to whoever wants to sleep with that thing up there. I think the fuck not. A group? <laughs> nope. No, no. And we all fall asleep, and it's and yeah, I wake up and I'm having this really awful like nightmare flashback to the night our friend was killed. It's awful, but it's like in the liquor store and it's also in the woods and it's like really weird and all that. And I hear all this stuff and there's screaming and I see him and then I wake up and I'm outside and I'm bleeding and I hear screaming from coming from inside the cabin. And I'm like freaking out and I piss myself and I wake up and I'm like, what the fuck? And then we find Dom. What is her name? Grace? Gail. Gail. <laughs> Gail, please. Gail. And we wake you up and we're like, Dom, snap into it. And Gail, then please. where's Phil? Hey, ah, let's go up. Let's go up. Let's go ah, find ah, Phil. So we find Phil upstairs, and naked, he's like kneeling down before this headless. And I'm naked, and I'm kneeling him. to the thing, and I'm like, and and then I wake up, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And uh, like, that's fucked up. Let's go, <laughs> and let's we all get, get dressed, here. and then we leave. So you know we're what? on the road again. Fuck y'all guys. Fuck y'all map. I'm gonna go right down this path because that leads to civilization. A path means civilization. Let's go. Fuck it up. Um. Uh, what if we don't do that? But then we eventually give. Fuck in. it up. Let's do it. All right. So we're going down the path, and um, um. So we're all this like, is happening. it's like sleep night now. Yeah, we come upon another cabin. Yeah, and we're like, fuck that. We're no, no, camp. we're not going to the cabin. And so we pass it, and we're like, fuck that. And so we just sleep in the woods, right? Well, mm-hmm. no, Dom, Dom, like, is tired. Oh, right. oh yeah, I'm knee. always tired. My knee hurts. <laughs> so, I miss my wife. <laughs> Luke, do you want to run up and just check it out and just? Yeah, I'll just go see if I can see like a good spot to camp. So I run yeah. up the hill. And I'm staring into the trees, and I see this hand reach out from behind the tree, and it's fucking terrifying. Big so spook. Fuck that. I see that. something move behind the woods. I come back to the forest and be like, guys, we got to get the fuck out of here. There's something out there. And then we... Um, we settled down to camp for the night. We camp for the night. And then... Later. More scary shit happens More here. nightmare shit. Like, it's all flashbacks. And then everyone kind of wakes up, and then... Ah! ah I'm ah. missing! Ah! 
Oh no! Oh no! Hutch? Hutch is dead. We have to Rip. bring Hutch ah, screaming. I'm dead, and everyone goes running. Oh, we see him in the trees, just like the deer that we saw earlier. Bye, we Hutch. We gotta get that body down and loot that corpse. Get he had compass. our compass. <laughs> okay, and then we keep going, and we keep uh, just going. We're trucking on, and we're trucking on, and um. And then we stop, and uh, shit, stuff's just happening. Oh wait, it no. seems to be we getting dark tent. again. We find we a, tent a tent in the ground. With a woman. Yeah credit card from 1984 we're like that's not a good sign yeah and we're still just going on the same path we're going southwest because that's where we need to go but then we settle down and camp for the night because i'm tired Mm -hmm. and we get woken up by more screaming Creature. Uh, creature. 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 Well, we mm-hmm. also see some, uh, I think Luke sees some lights in the, just like a lighted in path. In the distance, yeah. In the I distance. And then. And I'm like, we need to go that way. And then I disappear. Uh, me, Phil, I disappear. And then Holy you fuck, guys are Phil. hiding. And then you see me in the trees. Oh, God. Either way, we start killed. running. We start dipping and Booking. running. We go to a cabin. There's a bunch of. And then there's a bunch of the path. mountain people here. We get knocked the fuck out and taken to a mountain people basement. And then we like, the mountain people, I'm the mountain people. We torture Dom for a minute and then we're like, we got to prep you guys for the ritual. And then we tie Luke up and mount Dom on this like post thing. And then you be the creature. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rip Gale. (laughs) Hey, it's me, Gale. Your, your, Your wife? Um, hello. Oh, hey. wait, you're not gay. <laughs> and I take you and I put you in a tree. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I love my demon wife. Look, oh, and then Luke saves What have you been somehow. up to? Oh, um, I see this going down and I'm like, nothing I can do. But I try and break my thumb and get out of it. And I'm like, holy shit. I just saw my friend die. You know, we got to fucking get out of here. And um, so I go up and I realize this woman tells me from the village that um, these this is like the bastard son of loki and it's a god that this whole like big demon creature is and that it gives them like eternal life and a pain-free life but they have to live in the mountain and like sacrifice people and so i find all these people up in the, like the attic and they're yeah. all alive but they all look like little skeletons and um, i burn them and while this is distracting them i go out and i fight off some villagers and i see the god and before it's someone- me the god and i come out of the woods seeing all my friends burning and i'm go up to the woman and i'm like what the fuck uh well i'm speaking some weird ancient language and she speaks back to me in some language and then i grab her and then i like cut off her eyes or some shit and then she's done and then and I'm chasing you, Luke. She had told me I would have to kneel before him or be strung up in the trees like him. And I'm running from this thing and I'm running from this thing. And I look like kind of like an elephant, but like with hooves and like instead of my tusks, it's just arms. It's fucking awesome. But I'm running and I'm scared. And all of a sudden you like knock me down and you make me kneel before you. And also now we're also like there's lights like you're in the liquor store. Remember that liquor store? Oh, shit. You're scared still. Oh, no. And then I find an axe and I hit you with the axe. Ow, that hurt. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what happened. And I'm running. <laughs> and I'm running and I'm running away. And I get to the edge of the forest finally. Yeah. And the thing can't leave the forest. Uh, wait. Can you come back? Could you come back a little? I think the fuck not. I scream at you. Ah! And you scream <sighs> back. Ah, fine, whatever. And then I dip. That's it. That's the end of the movie. That's the movie. 
Wow. <laughs> Oof, <laughs> boof, guys. Wonderful. Okay, so Claudia. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was a choice Harish made, like an intentional choice <laughs> to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so so claudia you recommended this you wanted to watch this what why did you choose this movie molly approached me at work and said oh god pick out a horror movie and the only one i could think of was this one because i never finished it yeah because i fell asleep because okay. i'm a tired baby <laughs> and i really wanted to finish it but i knew my boyfriend wouldn't get it off in time for me to watch it with someone <laughs> and that's it that's the whole reason okay very cool. So, what are our thoughts? So, like, the first time you watched this, how did you feel about it? Versus watching this now, how do you feel about it? Well, it feels just like with the commentary with y'all, I can appreciate everything a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm alone, pretty much, with TJ playing WoW off in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just me sitting on the couch watching between closed fingers. Oh. So I actually had to keep my eyes open for this time around. So I saw a lot more. I got to appreciate the film a lot more, the lighting a lot more. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So how do you feel about horror movies just in general? Oh, I love them. Yeah. I love them. They're my favorite type of movie to watch. Like right. that, psychological thrillers, everything. But Yeah. It would help if I wasn't such a scaredy cat. <laughs> I feel that. Like, I get, as we heard, I'm sure, a lot of screaming. Yeah, I apologize in. for all the high-pitched shrieks. <laughs> Let's do a super cut. actually makes horror movies more fun oh absolutely you know what i mean 100%. oh yeah like sometimes yeah. i wish i wasn't so numb <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah i feel it but <laughs> you know <laughs> like, i can just watch something like a horror movie stone cold and like i'll jump at like a sound thing every now and then but like usually i'm just like all right and like sometimes I wish I can get a little more of a thrill out of it, you know. So Are I feel you like okay? it's okay. No, <laughs> I get that because I'm the same with gore. Yeah, yeah. So gore gets me. I will say I don't love gore, but like jump scares and shit, I'm just like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do a lot of taxidermy, so I'm like uh, okay uh, with like blood and guts yeah. and things like that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> Awesome. Call me for your Roco roadkill pickup. <laughs> um, key taxidermy people, because I got a project for you. <laughs> Molly, this oh is common God. because last episode you said you decapitate people. <laughs> no, did I really? <laughs> oh no, we can't say that. <laughs> this is gonna be. There's gonna be like a podcast show that was like she was hiding in plain sight. Because <laughs> I said like, oh, this is true to the girl experience, except for the decapitation. You were like, oh wait, what? <laughs> okay, well, I should take this moment to say, I have definitely 
never killed a person. <laughs> I don't have <laughs> stacks of bodies in my basement. Sure. We've never been down there. So we I don't, don't want to preserve them forever and ever because they're the one friends who can never leave. <laughs> you got like the attic in this movie. That's your basement. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I'm, I'm so sorry. That's really cool, though. Like, what kind of tech yeah, did you do? Yeah, I want to hear more about the tech <laughs> before too. we talk about the movie. I'm sure you've heard... Um, and Brandon artwork talk about the beetle pit. No. <laughs> oh my god. I haven't. Well, I used to keep like this giant box outside just full of beetles and ants that I would toss just squirrels and possums and raccoons into it and let them eat away at it and then I would bleach their skeletons and everything, but not actual bleach. Don't at me actual taxidermist. <laughs> but the only actual taxidermy that I did was um I think it's like three months long. I did a class every two weeks at this place called Dysfunctional Grace in downtown St. Petersburg, Florida. That place is added. Okay. Um, this was happening in Florida. It makes a lot more sense. <laughs> you know what? It came to Ohio. It's not that much oh, better. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Florida of the North. Yeah, that's probably true. So this was just like just a hobby for you wait no what was the actual taxidermy you did oh i did a couple squirrels i tried to do a bird but i fucked it up really bad so so yeah. like what is the process like like how does it work <laughs> i'm just curious because it's so cool because i know like because right? i've seen taxidermy because we went to oh a museum God. recently like we we went to europe and we went to a museum in lille france in the lille natural france, history museum where literally up. there's a shit like there's so many taxidermied birds. And I'm talking shit. like birds a thousand, terrifying. a yeah. thousand taxidermy birds in this building. Like that's not an underestimate. That's like, fucked up. Yeah. Birds are hard. So I give, many. So like little birds, giant birds, all the birds, every but, type. Are we sure they were real birds and oh, not just drones? They were real. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you look at I me like it. that's a taxidermy. They were bird. definitely birds. Yeah. But like, what is what is the process like? So like, you skin them, you remove their organs, okay, then you pin them down, mm-hmm. and then I usually just left for the week because again. At real taxidermist, I'm not adding you, <laughs> but I'm not you. And they would do something with the skin to dehydrate it, and then tell we me would... more about that. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, you're not allowed to listen to this portion. It's not funny. <laughs> Dozens of people are skinned alive every year. <laughs> we shouldn't be making light of this. <laughs> I get scared every time I'm at my baking job just about degloving and shit. Yeah. Uh, Degloving, like, really fucks me up. It's one of my greatest fears ever. Uh, What's that? It's, like, just skinning. Oh. Like that lizard we saw in that video on Twitter. (laughs) What the fuck? Sorry. This is... You can cut that. (laughs) It's a lizard taking its skin off. It's just a lizard's shedding. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And he eats it? He eats it. it. (laughs) Well, leopard geckos do. Yeah. Yeah, it's good for them. It's good calcium. Good for them. All right, so... The more you know. So you dehydrate the skin. We uh, built, like, body shapes pretty much out of um, styrofoam. Okay. And then... Once the skin was dry, we pinned it back on, we sewed it back on, and boop. There we go. So the inside nice. of taxidermy animals is like styrofoam? I'm sure it is for uh, beginners and uh, amateurs. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I've never mm-hmm. thought about like what they form it with. Mostly, I just do bone stuff. 
Ah, mm-hmm. I like bone stuff. That's yeah. more what I'm. That's more my scene. Bones. Yeah, I would love to do taxidermy, but that shit is expensive. And the only person that would apprentice me when I was back in Florida was in Gainesville, and I promised I would never step foot in Gainesville again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what about like hair and like fur and like feathers and stuff? Wasn't that shit already dead? What? Like what do you, you don't no, have, do but you like, to... how do you deal? How do you like clean that up oh, and like yeah. get it back on the skin? Correctly? That's fair. I don't really know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair I was enough. saying like that stuff's not like blood pumping through it, you know? Right. Yeah. To, like, right. right. I'm sure it's just like a fine layer of like glue that yeah. they you know comb through with like a toothbrush or something. Okay. But probably something a lot easier this is fascinating nice. thank you so much for the yeah the great teachable moment this is awesome <laughs> oh my god you it's... know i love a good coaching moment <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry oh my no, god this is great <laughs> um any more questions about that before we go into the movie i'll wait till we're on peak to ask you all this stuff in front of like those ladies <laughs> which ones the ones coming in for the convention oh that's fine please i'm sure they've seen my tell me more about the viscera <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to tell you about the smell from the beetle pit um yes. no thank you it was okay. awful it was just fucking disgusting <laughs> like more beetle pit (laughs) more beetle pit please (laughs) it was terrible i feel bad for like my dad he (laughs) grew up with this he had to like see me as like a full-forged 15 year old with a healthy beetle pit in the backyard picking up roadkill (laughs) and i have to wonder if he thought he went wrong somewhere (laughs) (laughs) well to be fair my brother he is a, uh, I think he's up to like 20 guns right now. He's your typical Florida redneck. Ah, right. yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. You know, lifted F-150 and all. Are you familiar with Bates Motel? A little. So Norman gets real into taxidermy and Bates huh. Motel was real raging at this time. I'm going to, well, I assume it was around around this time. Yeah. So uh, I hope your parents weren't watching that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> Dad, if you're hearing this, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Okay, so the ritual, this movie. Yeah, this okay. The movie we're here sorry, to Sorry, we're in a really interesting a tangent. Wall break? Let me grab one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. While you're course. doing that, for the rest of us, it was our first time watching it. So, like, what are your guys' thoughts? This movie fucking initially? rules. Yeah. Oh, it's good. so good. I right. had the lowest expectations, and it exceeded them incredibly. I thought right. it was going to be kind of like a shitty Netflix horror movie, like whatever. But no, it fucking slaps. It, it, this is one of the scarier movies I think we've seen. Because mm-hmm. yeah, there were so many moments where all of us were audibly like, oh, look at that. Ooh. What the fuck is that thing? You know what I mean? Like, it's very rare that yes. we all interact. Like, we're usually too busy shitting on the movie, too. And we did that plenty on this one. But like. There were so many moments in this where we were like, did you catch that? You know, and right. it was like super fun. Yeah, I agree. Like, um, so uh, when I was looking up trivia for this uh, on the Wikipedia, like, um, you know how re- Wikipedia has a section on like reviews, like critical mm-hmm. reception and stuff like they weren't really good reviews. It was like a, around like 50 percent positive. 
Um, and like a, a lot of the ones in that section were like, yeah, it, it starts out really good and then um, doesn't end well or like it doesn't fulfill its potential or whatever. I have thoughts on that, but we'll get to that later. We can get to that. But like I also like I wasn't expecting it to be great mm-hmm. um, moving in uh, or starting the movie. And I really, really liked it. And I thought it like worked pretty well. Um, so, yeah. So like. This was I I really like this movie. My one review of this was my um my coworkers and I were all chilling um eating cake and um <laughs> it was a birthday. And we were talking about I went on this huge somebody set me off and I was like yelling about horror movies and uh we were talking about a bunch of horror movies we like and one of my coworkers was, was like, "Yeah, the last one I remember really watching was The Ritual." And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm literally watching that like this weekend." And he was like, "Yeah, it's it's okay." That was like the. That's why my expectation was low. He was like, okay. "Yeah, it's okay. It's pretty good." You huh. know what I mean. So I wasn't expecting it to be like, I this. I think this deserves to be called like, "Oh yeah, it's pretty good." You know what I mean? Like it deserves to be like, "Oh yeah, this is a good movie." Watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think it definitely. I wouldn't call this that. an okay movie. I would say, yeah, like it's definitely good and yeah. worth watching. This is this is like Molly said to me, one of the better ones we've watched for this podcast. Yeah, it's one of those for me. Um, watching it. Like, uh, it just was scary the whole time, too. And mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of that has to do with, like, the psychological fear of, like, being stuck in the woods. Mm-hmm. Like, you're lost. Like, physically. And um, not to, like, that's scary enough on its own. But, like, adding in the kind of, like, supernatural stuff. And they started out really subtly, which I like. Right. Oh, that hand. The oh, oh, can we talk about the hand shot? Yes. Even yeah. before that, I would like to point out how you you start into this movie on edge. You don't see that death at first you right. do not yeah. see yeah. that just coming. comes out of nowhere no, so you start here on in. edge you're always scared about something right. coming around the corner mm-hmm. and i fucking love that yeah mm-hmm. it upsets you in a very emotional real way and then goes into like my calves the hurt they're so tight <laughs> yeah like- <laughs> i think uh, this movie works really well because, like, it does all the cliches of horror movies. Oh, yeah. But it does those, like, in in really good ways. Like, in interesting ways. So, like, we talk about jump scares a lot. And I am anti-jump scare just in general. But in this, like, a lot of the jump scares, in quotes, um, worked really well because they weren't, like, focused more on sound. So, like... The first one that I can think of is when they see that deer in the tree. It like Oh yeah. It's a shot of them. Oh, it's awful. And then and then it cuts to like Luke I think sees it first and then it, it like it's him reacting and then it cuts to the just deer in the trees and the the music isn't that aggressive. It's like a little It's like not even it's not very aggressive. Like there's music, but it's not enough to no, it where was I would consider it a jump scare, but visual. it is a visual jump scare that works really well. That scared the shit out of me. Yeah, seeing the deer for the first time, terrifying. And that Not kind of stuff sight. happens multiple times in the movie, like with the statue thing in the house is like the, the statue next big one, and the hand, which we can oh, go into oh, if the you want. Hand. That okay. <laughs> so there's this really good shot. Um, Luke is like running up on his own to check and see, like just get better sight on like the forest or whatever. Right, and it's. They're like, trying to see whether there's like 
they want help right right so he's running up to the edge of the ridge to see like what's over the hill and at this point like we know something's going on because they've gone outside and like had nightmares and seen like runes carved into trees that weren't there before so we know something's in the woods with them yeah and we haven't seen it and so we get this shot of him looking like into the trees and like we've seen shots through the trees all the time like and a lot of this movie wrapped yeah. around one of the trees really subtly is this like gray dead right. looking hand oh no that's a hand where that's a fucking hand go back no wait no I'm, it's gonna it's gonna no, it's definitely gonna go back it's definitely gonna go I'm back i'm so scared that's a fucking oh, hand oh my god wait, you don't see it in like the top of that middle tree oh, oh, oh god did you see god. it yeah wait, oh, oh, let's, go back. let's go back <laughs> Run, bitch! Okay, I'm gonna go back. Sorry. And yeah. you like might not see it at first. It kind of does like one of those. It kind of does like one of those flickers where it, it kind of like moves its fingers. At the first shot, you if you because when we I didn't notice it the first time, but when we we rewound it because we were like, oh my god, yeah. And you see the first shot of it, it kind of moves its fingers, oh. but then like you were saying, yeah. And then um, like it cuts back to Luke, and you see that he's seeing it, and then its hand moves like again. You see it like move from behind, move from behind the tree, and then you also like from that get like a little bit of like the motion of the whole character, like the right. whole creature. It, it moves behind the, the trees, so like there's definitely a shape moving behind the trees, mm-hmm. but you can't really see what it is. And it's the like first deer, time like... you see the size of it too. Yeah, because it's really big. Yeah, from the beginning of the movie, you're seeing all of these tree branches just mm-hmm. falling and through big ass tree branches they're full ass trees yeah you know nothing small can do that and just getting the full size on this thing right that was a terrifying moment for me (laughs) it's fucking awesome and um i love monster movies but like something that makes me nervous i'm like oh i don't want them to do the monster too early like the don't show your monster trope Mm -hmm. whatever but um I was really hoping it would be like a good creepy one, and yeah. like from this first shot, you're like, no, it's gonna be super fucked up. It's, that shot is gonna haunt the fuck out of me. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to go to the woods. Right. I know I'm terrified to go hiking. Like actually <laughs> oh, <no>. spooked. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So like jumping off of that, another thing that this movie does really well is um. So uh, the idea in a lot of horror movies is don't show the monster because like when you're just imagining the monster the human mind will imagine something more scary than anything you can actually depict on film and so with in this movie's case that they did that really well and then at the end they do show the monster but like there's a process so like we see it in silhouette and it's oh. still creepy. When he's uh, flinging that woman around while the house is yeah. burning out. That oh shot, love that. beautiful. Right. It's still, like, very creepy. And even when we see the full monster, like, as, like, the full, as much as we see in the movie, it's still, like, very creepy, the design. So I think the design of the creature is very good. <gasps> wow. Okay. This yeah. thing's design is so weird. Well, it's that. good, yeah. What an interesting creature. Yeah. But where was the hand? The hands are out. at its... So I think that that face thing is its face, and the hands come out of its like mouth like area. Tusks. Yeah, yeah, they're like yeah. tusks. Just seeing those eyes, it's going to haunt me oh. later tonight. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. It was honestly creepier, creepier than anything I would have thought of on my own. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is 
a wild thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking like, oh, Wendigo, like just really big Wendigo, and it mm-hmm. wasn't. Right. I, I was ex- thinking like humanoid-looking antlers on the top. I but expect nope. it to be like a tall, like tree-like creature. Like I expect it to be tall and tree-like, but it's it's more of like it looks kind of like an elephant, mm-hmm. except the tusks. It's like an elf are elephant hands. thing with yeah. tusks as hands. Yeah, it's. I just wasn't expecting them neat. to incorporate the statue from the beginning. I'm not sure if you caught it, like when he was standing up on his hind legs. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah those just... hands holding the antlers up oh, top. I was God. not expecting that. Yeah. Oh, truly awful. The design so of this, creepy. they like yeah. really snapped. Yeah. And it's one of those, like, you get the kind of explanation that it's, like, this ancient, like, Norse god. It's, it's Loki's bastard mm-hmm. kid. Child, yeah. But they don't over-explain it. Yeah. It just is that, and they, right. like, sacrifice to it. And um, I I really like that part of it as well, because you get enough of the backstory to understand that, like, it's a powerful thing that, like, grants them life, and, like, it's very important to, like, the people right. living in the mountains. But um, you don't have to understand all of it, and I think that also makes it really creepy. Yeah. I agree. I also, <clears throat> I think, I think the way that they reveal the monster is also really well done because at first, so like you see the hand, that's the first actual time you see, I think, do we see it before like moving in the woods? I don't, I don't. Maybe like a small shadow of it. Maybe like when Luke wakes up, you see something moving in the woods, but you can't like tell what it is. The first good focus on it, though, is the first good focus is the hand. You see the hand moving and then it like walks away. And then like you, you, you see it as just a big shape moving, but you don't know what it is. And then the next time you actually like get a good look at it is when um, Dom is being sacrificed right because yeah you might get a like one or two like three get, trees glimpses yeah. it's like but side profile it's nothing yeah, you never get anything this right. is this is a great example of um don't show your monster uh, yeah. or like you know choose the right time to sh- like jaws for example um the animatronic shark they knew looked kind of stupid so they mm-hmm. waited until like almost all the way through the film before they showed it and when yeah. they showed it it was real effective and then they kind of like picked and choose after they showed it. And that's the same thing happened here. They like, even though I do think this monster was designed so well, yeah. that like they could have shown it plenty if they did it the way they did. And I would have yeah. been fine. But like, it was the progression of like, you get the little glimpses and then you get the full with Dom and well, then you with get Dom, more, or the, sh- the with shadows. Dom, like, so he's being sacrificed and then he sees his wife walk out of the woods. So it's just like a normal woman, walking out of the woods and then like it cuts to Dom's face face. and then like it cuts to her and she's like talking to him but her eyes are that little glint in the eye yeah Yeah. there's like a a a grayish glint in her eye oh the eyes look at them eyes wait go back so you like immediately you know like the eyes are different this something's off and then it cuts back to him and then it cuts back to her but instead of her it's just like um, well when it cuts to him the hand her hand is like gross okay yeah yeah yeah. um and then it cuts back to her um but instead of her it's the creature and it's it's like a whole thing it's a whole where the eyes were it's like a square almost that you see of just all black with those terrible little beady eyes yeah oh shit wait 
Oh my goodness! I like that. Magnificent. Yeah. It's an awful shot. And it's like it. It we th- like we thought it was like the chest of the creature. But it's like it's like um, if you're like looking at like a deer or something, it's like where the like uh, ridge of like the nose is kind of like right. When we got a better look it's, at it, it definitely was. There. If it were an elephant, it's like where the top of the yeah. trunk was. Yeah. That's but it's what like it definitely was. on its face. But our initial reaction was like, oh my god, it's its chest. Yeah. But it has these hands, these arms that come out of it. That come out of it that but look like on tusks. Its head. Yeah, it's so well designed and so creepy. But then after that, we're getting a lot of silhouette of it. Right. After that, we don't see it again until um The fire, basically. Yeah, the fire. Oh, which is and again. You get, yeah, you get some shot. hard silhouette with it. And then after that you get some better looks at it as a whole in better lighting but you're still getting a lot of like movement and stuff so you're never looking at it just like static Mm -hmm. still you know what i mean like you're you're getting full effect of the full monster and they they, this is just a great example of a movie that really does uh don't show your monster until it it means something right and kudos to the design team because this monster was fucking insane right i want to know if it's real yeah, like I said earlier, they like found it out in the woods, <laughs> gave it its big break. <laughs> well, I mean, they give it a real life. No, it's one of those, like, once I saw it, I wasn't sick of looking at it. Like, it wasn't less scary to me now yeah. that I'd seen the whole thing, which is also just incredible. It, it's, like, really rare. I wanted to I look at it more. I wanted to see where everything connected. Right. Because at that last shot, when he was being forced to pray, I thought I saw a second set of arms on it. Oh, okay. You know, like yeah. he had the up top arms, yeah, right, right by his face, and then I saw, thought I saw another one right down by his body. Okay. Hmm. So uh, I've got a silhouette pulled up right here. Ooh, am I right or am it's... I? Oh nope, guys, I'm wrong. <laughs> it's just good. Surprise! It's got its like oh. hooves. But then again, though, when it was up, it might have had like a different form. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's it probably... might have been the antlers that I got confused with because the uh. antlers look just like hands. And I love that it, this movie is very, it's set primarily at night, which I think is really effective because it yeah. also helps to like ensure the creepiness of the woods or whatever, but it also makes it harder to see the um, creature. Mm-hmm. And that makes it also like just creepy as hell because you don't really know like up until the end what you're looking at. Right. The I'm looking at a better picture and I know this is a podcast, so it's hard to say, but um when you're looking at it head on, it's definitely like a human you know that like body uh sculpture thing that they find in the house with the antlers yeah. above it? Yeah. When right. you're looking at this creature head on, I'm looking at an image, it's it's that it looks like it's that, that yeah. shape, that exact right. shape is what it is. So that's why she saw other hands is cause like the way it's formed head on the hand- antlers, looks like yeah. another thing of hands. It's awful. Let's just say it outright. <laughs> it's very creepy. Um, another really creepy thing is when Luke is in that structure, that building, whatever he's in. He goes up to the attic, and then he sees all the dead, in quotes, bodies. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yes, all of the uh, super shriveled up, right. ancient old people. Yeah. Fucked up. It's who so are creepy. just groaning and pain for forever well you hear them groaning at first and then he goes upstairs and it's complete silence and And then he walks up and well in the center of that there's like 
there's the oldest sacrifice there. Right. Probably. Who's like it's very gray and it looks very creepy, very well done. And then like he goes up to one of them and it starts groaning oh. and then you realize that all of these dead bodies are actually alive. And that's another jump scare that is just incredible. Right. Because you don't know breath. what to expect. Yeah. And, so and you, well, you kind of call it, you're like, one of them's going to move. No one of these is going to move. <laughs> you're like, yeah, and then it does. It's still fucking terrifying. I've just seen so many jump scares. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, oh, that scene is awesome. And then it's the so good. shrieking that happened afterward. Terrible. It's hard. I appreciate. Go ahead. Um, that scene specifically reminds me a lot of the ending of Hereditary. Oh, mm. yeah. Like, yes. Too much away. Yeah. Just like visually yeah. and also just like. What you're seeing, it's very kind of like that. Right. Side note. I've never seen it. Okay. Is it oh. worth it? Oh, yeah. Her- Hereditary is so it's good. It's one oh, yeah. of the best mov- like movies ever made. <laughs> it's right. so good. Yeah. Right. Um, it's very good. It's, it'll fuck you up, though. It will. It's really, um, really fucked up. Back to Fair. the like 30 dead bodies in the attic thing. <laughs> um, I appreciate that his Wait, instinct... They're in the basement. <laughs> okay molly <laughs> i appreciate that I his instinct is to um set them on fire you know what i mean because he like he clearly like knows that they're not that well, they're was, they're suffering of some sort so he was just like he was talking killed. to dom earlier and dom said dom. burn this when place down burn this place to the ground so he and saw he them and finally he was like wasn't a coward yeah he was he like finally did this it. is the place to start it like yeah. kill like start here kill all these fuckers um, and I, I'm I'm happy that like that's where it happened. Also, that was just fucking grotesque to look at. Just all those bodies. It was just horrific. I would like to say it's a little, it's a little bit too little, too late, Luke. But <laughs> <laughs> give it your best shot. Yeah, yeah. I tried. Burning down I the hope shed. Luke's all okay my now. Are dead. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Gonna, I don't like, think he is. How do you explain this? No, you don't. Oh, uh, you don't. You can't. You just like, say that like your friends were eaten by bears. Right. It would have been better to stay with them and, <laughs> and worship the and god. And just deal to this Loki's is those, bastard son. For this the rest is one of, of those life. movies that you're like so concerned about the protagonist aftermath. <laughs> like you're like, how did they explain? Right. Oh, it doesn't really. Can... It just ends with him leaving the woods, so you don't know anything. That another happens. one I can think of is the Evil Dead remake. I won't really say how it ends, but, like, the way it ends, you're like, how will they explain this? (laughs) Like, you know, it's like, there's no explanation here. They're going to get arrested type thing. And he's very much. I love that ending, too, um, where he's he's just screaming screaming at the monster. He's, like, roaring back at him. It's very, like, visually cool because they're, like, separated. Yeah. But also just thematically. You know, that's Uh, a good vibe. Another thing I wanted to talk about is they the main characters keep like having dreams of like i i guess it's like basically their worst fears Mm -hmm. so um the first time we have the monster in the area we have uh luke we're seeing luke's perspective and he's going back to that convenience store where his friend got murdered and he's freaking out about that. But then the other guys, we don't see what like they're seeing. But the one dude, Hutch, pees his pants and is freaking out. The other guy is like calling out for his uh, wife, wife slash girlfriend or whatever. I think it's his wife. His I miss wife, you, Gail. Gail. 
Yeah, he's and then um Phil is just worshiping like naked and worshiping the at the altar of that monument whatever. And he said like it made me do it too right. like later in the movie which is super cool. Yeah, so I it's I I really like that aspect of it where the monster like not only is it creepy and like targeting you, but it's also like giving you making you see your fears. Which I think worked really well. I like how visually they did that too. How it's integrated. Mm. So Luke's like fear that he sees is his friend dying in the convenience store. And that's yeah. like the nightmare he has. And how they do it in the movie is like you're in the woods. Mm-hmm. But they set up like integrated in the woods like the convenience right. store set. So it's yeah. like partially woods, partially like fluorescent lighting and liquor bottles. Well, it progresses. He- At first it's like mm-hmm. mostly convenience store with like a wood floor. Yeah. And then like as the movie ends, like it's lights like the hanging. woods and it's lights in the it, woods. There's just it shelves just, in the it woods, gets yeah. More woodsy. It's so like oh my god i want to like personally thank all the production designers <laughs> on this movie. It looks so good. It worked well. Did you did you want to say something? Oh, yeah, I wanted to bring up um dom's dream because yeah. it wasn't more of like his worst fear it was a premonition oh Ooh. yeah because he said that he had saw the creature yeah. and he saw his wife right you know so i'm wondering because yeah. we didn't hear about the other two streams not that yeah. i remember so were those premonitions as well you maybe. know or were they their worst fears maybe they saw right. their deaths mm-hmm. maybe that's Huh. And then why was um, Phil praying? Phil was praying when Luke had gotten marked by the creature. Yeah, you know, that's I don't a know. good point. Yeah, maybe the more you watch, the more of their like character you figure out, or maybe it's maybe. just they were like, "Oh, this well, one's doing this." So one, this one's doing at that. the end, maybe. like one thing, like you pointed out, definitely at the end when Luke is being chased by the creature, it like knocks him down and like basically forces him to kneel in front of it like as if he's mm-hmm. worshiping it so this thing's uh, definitely desperate to be worshipped it's definitely it wants to be worshipped so like i think part of that is why phil was kneeling like there's like he probably had some aspect of that you know for sure yeah so tying into this whole worship thing um i wanted to bring up how So, my one thing with this movie is that it's kind of, so, it's kind of two stories. Because, like, the first solid hour and ten minutes is just a story of friends lost in the woods and there's something spooky, like, haunting them. Right. And then, last 20 minutes, it takes a real hard twist into, oh, there's this, like, cult community that worships this creature Mm -hmm. and you were on the cusp of it this whole time. Right. So, it's like, I'm not, I don't. This movie is not bad because it does that, but I will say that like, and I think is it it was just like it got lucky in that it worked, but a lot of times when a movie does this whole like oh it was actually this like happening you know what I mean it doesn't really work that much so like why why was it so good here even though we didn't get hints of it at all early I mean we did kind of with like they found that person yeah and we got hints with like the runes and oh, yeah, all the, the runes did too mm-hmm. the runes and the lights See, and the lights I thought that, that those sort. were just gonna be like um like in Blair Witch how the witch is causing all that I yeah. thought that the creature was causing all that this whole time and then it was like oh no it turns out it was a cult mm-hmm. and I don't have a problem with the movie for this but I'm like how come this works here that's fair that's fair because they usually have a problem with that too mm-hmm 
don't know. I feel like the more I'm going to watch this movie, now that I can actually watch it, mm-hmm. I'm going to know where all the jump scares are so I can close my eyes. There you go. Um, I feel like I'll have more of a problem with it. Mm-hmm. Honestly. I, I didn't have a problem with it because I just saw it as they're walking in the woods and they happen to find the creature that haunts the woods and then they happen to find the people that live in the woods who have lived with the creature. So it's like it's like you're going into your if if you're like visiting their town and they're like, Oh, by the way, we have this guy, this creature here but like you're just seeing the creature before you get to their town. So it it didn't feel like a different because like their ritual wasn't wasn't like intended to attack. It's not like Midsummer where the Midsummer the ritual was like uh well I don't want to spoil Midsummer but the ritual involves the outsiders. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. in this like the ritual just happened to the the outsiders walked in and became part of the ritual. But like, and I what don't, were they going to do as part of the ritual if the outsiders didn't show up? Just I don't one think of their it, own? I think yeah. my interpretation of it is that like they knew that the outsiders came in and they were like, okay, time to, time to do, do it. it. And time I think that's like kind of, it's like happens. It's like every time like outsiders uh, come in, like, it happens. Ritual. Okay. But um, it wasn't like planned. Okay. You know? Right. Yeah. I'll accept that. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's just them like walking in on it. I don't I don't cuz like it's not two separate stories. It's the same story. You're just going to a different side. You're just going far enough to find the other side of it, you mm-hmm. know. Fair. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I'll bite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Something I do think is a weird thing to talk about. This movie doesn't have any women in it. There's no, one woman yeah. who's right. the convenience store clerk, and then she doesn't say anything. She just has her face beaten in by like. Well, there's, the there's that Gale, and then Gale. there's oh, the cult woman. Sorry. Oh wait, no. There's two cult women, but there's, there's that one old sorry. crazy bat, You're and right. then the younger one, and then the younger one who is that. There's no lead women. No. Right. Yes, which is um. <laughs> but it wasn't. I wasn't mad about it. Yeah. Because most of them died. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I have an issue with it, like, you know, just, like, from a, like, okay, come on. But I also get yeah. that this is a story about, like, male friendships. Yeah, they started right. it up like that, like, university brothers, right. you know, just going on their yearly vacation trip. I don't know. I just think it's, like, worth pointing out. Yeah, it is. It's, it is. It's definitely for worth sure. pointing out. But, like, right. in this specific movie, it wasn't, like, problematic. It wasn't neat, but it's also, it wasn't, like... Oh, what this woman or what this movie lacks is like a woman character. Like it, it would be improved with it. But it's also right. just kind of like it's nice to have women in stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, one thing I didn't want to read on the IMDb trivia about that um, there was that old woman who was the cultist. Mm-hmm. That was the yes. funniest part of the movie when she got punched in the face. <laughs> she oh my did God, get rip. punched in the face. But it's not revealed in the movie. But the the witch has hooves instead of feet, and that's revealed in the original novel. Ooh. But um, in the movie, you can hear her footsteps oh. as hooves. Is it some of the overhead ones that you hear? That's cool. Uh, I don't know, Probably. but yeah. Also, something I read is: Did you know that the creature has a name? It's not said in the movie, but in the book, its name is Mord- Mordor. Mord- Mordor. Mordor. I think. 
Um, okay. In the book, it's named, but they they purposely don't put it in the movie just because they didn't want to give it attached to any lore. Another hmm. fun fact: the way the monster hangs its victims in the cultist village mirrors the part of Norse mythology about Odin who gained wisdom and knowledge by hanging himself from the world tree and impaling himself on his spear. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so that's another interesting reference. That's um, an American Gods thing, too. Yeah. That's, that's an American, American Gods. That's on my yeah. list of shit to read. It's very boring in the middle, but it pays <laughs> off. We it's were just good. talking about I this I have two Claudia. copies at home. <laughs> oh like, please there's take a, one of them. There's a stint in the middle where you're like, why am I reading this? And then last 10 pages, you're like, oh, that's why I read it. But it's like, <laughs> did I really need to read 200 pages of this? It's a good book. It's oh, wait, good. American yeah. Gods? Yeah. yeah. I have five copies. I don't know how okay. I got all of them. <laughs> I literally good. don't. I'd recommend take Molly them. take a copy. It's I, I own one as well. It's a good book. It's a good book. I Everyone feel like that's in this country of... gets a gun and a copy of American <laughs> Gods. I feel like that's it, though. Everybody has a copy of American Gods, but doesn't know how they ended up with it. <laughs> like every time you buy a bookshelf, just American Gods comes with it. <laughs> it's a glitch in the simulation. <laughs> Thanks, Neil Gaiman. Honestly, please take the other four copies. I don't <laughs> but yeah, like somebody, there's a whole thing about being in a tree, and it's Odin has some shit to do with it. So like. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool to know that though, that that's mm-hmm. tied in. Cause I'm interested in Norse mythology and the fact that this is tied into Norse mythology well, is like super cool. Speaking of Neil Gaiman, he has a book about <laughs> Norse mythology. He does. Yes. That's just stories of just Norse, Norse mythology. mythology, yeah. mythology yeah. I'm going to go look at my bookcase. <laughs> it See if it pops there. up right <laughs> now. <laughs> Neil is just magic and he knows when you need a book. It's just going to show I'm up. I'm going to go upstairs show. in the bathroom and say Neil Gaiman sometimes. <laughs> You don't just I wish that read. Neil Gaiman tells you what you're going to read But before we get too off topic, I wanted to get back to the music of this. Yes. That's one thing I'm super interested in. And usually in horror movies, I find it super overpowering. Lots of sharp noises. And this was so soft in comparison mm-hmm. to a lot of things that I've seen recently that I felt the need to bring it up, honestly. You don't get like a lot of that harsh like violin or, mm-hmm. or whatever, like the strings And I noises. love me some harsh violin and viola. Yeah. This was like so soft. There's none of that. No. Right. Most of the time I couldn't even hear it. Yeah. It's very, it's not as overt as horror movie music can be mm-hmm. in different horror movies. Um, so I think it worked really well. It like definitely set the tone, and then exactly, I definitely feel it was out. needed with this because there's yeah. such sharp visuals going on between the hand and the elk and all the bodies <laughs> and everything going on. Right, it needed something soft, not to overdo the jump scares. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. and it's one of those things. Um, like the silence of woods is something. They bring it up in the movie. They say, like, it's so quiet up here. It's so isolating. And it's... I heard this quote I really liked. I don't remember when I heard it or where. It was, like, recently. Um, You don't notice silence until you hear noise. (laughs) Yeah. It was, like, something along the lines of that. So, like, silence... No, it was in my film film class, and it makes sense. Um, But it's very much one of those, and, like, something quiet can be happening. Like, the hand scene, and then you hear, like, a sound, and you're like, holy fuck, wait... Right. Yeah, all the crackling of the branches and everything. Oh. Dog. <laughs> I'm going to be so spooked tonight. There's like a branch that hangs right outside my window. Oh, my God. sure it's a branch? <laughs> I am. I'm so because sorry. I, I look at it every night because I'm terrified of it. 
honestly. Cut it but it down. just scratches right above uh, my window, uh, like on the roof. Sucks. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you suffer. It is honestly awful. <laughs> Oh my god! Between that and my hell demon of a cat, like I can relate. I'm sure, it's a cat. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I think this is Neil Gaiman sending you like. It's your Coraline up. cat just coming to tell you not to go through that door because that's for Neil Gaiman. Bat wings. Oh, oh. he's so handsome and fat. I love him. What's your cat's name? Xavier. Oh, Much better should... than mine. Shout out to Xavier. What's your cat's name? Tom. <laughs> Tommy. Tommy. After Tommy is. Shelby from Peaky Blinders. That's a great name, though. He's a jackass. I mean, the next dog I'm going to get, I'm going to name it Asparagus, so I'm not really <laughs> sure. <laughs> that is a hilarious. Are you going to shorten it at all? No. Just no. Asparagus? Just straight up Asparagus. Love it. Love it. Yeah. My first dog's name is going to be Mr. Kubot, Mr. which Kubot. is a reference to the greatest Disney Channel movie ever made under wraps. <laughs> Valid. Come here, Mr. Kubot. <laughs> You're gonna send me to the home. I think if I get oh another god. cat, I might name it Neil. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh we've been talking that's about Neil Gaiman so much, I'm like, what? that's a good cat name, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Young Neil. <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> that's a movie. He's one of my favorite characters in cinema history. I love Young I mean, Neil. Speaking of Neil, I've been listening to a lot of Neil Young. <laughs> <laughs> You got young Neil and you got Neil Young. I've been listening to like the two oh moods. No, I've been picking up just random vinyls of him oh. recently. I'm up to four now. It's really bad. <laughs> That's okay. It was a mood, and then I'm like, oh wait, this is an obsession. I need to stop. Are we ready to get into segments? Yeah, we should we? do our segments. But before we do our segments, we have a surprise segment. Oh yeah. Oh yay. Yeah, Which is. Sydney's cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon with Sydney. I cinnamon think with Sydney. <laughs> Where our friend Sydney Lawson talks about cinematography, and I'll cut that in right here. I thought it looked really pretty. I did some research, and I found out that they shot most of this on a Canon C300, which is a pretty accessible digital camera. It's still like higher end, but it's something that's high, that's ex- more accessible than like shooting on the Aries and the Reds that. The bigger budgets are shooting on. So that was kind of cool. And he chose it because it was it wasn't out yet. They Oh, he also shot on a C700, which is a higher end camera. And he chose it because the noise floor, there wasn't a lot of noise in the image. Okay. Which is cool to hear that Canon is kind of competing with these bigger, bigger end cinema cameras. Right. So it's cool to hear what he chose. I saw that he talked about that shot where it was twilight towards the beginning of the movie where everything was kind of darker and not not twilight oh. the film samantha <laughs> oh. okay. um Lame. but where they were at the campfire and then he was standing on the hill the pro tag with the other guy who was the, the dick of the friend Luke. group yeah and Luke and hutch hatch hutch hutch um, yeah that's something that wouldn't have been possible like two to five years ago in cinema only because of these cameras and their ability to record night was that shot possible at all so i thought that was kind of oh, cool because wow. when it was happening i was like holy shit how are they capturing this but it's like the new cameras that they they're using was so that was cool to see um i, I might go look that up when i get home um <laughs> what else 
they used a uh, Hawk anamorphic lens. That's a T1 stop, okay. which is really <laughs> wide open. For all you camera nerds Which out they, there. he said was a newer lens. That was kind of cool. Um, but that gets a really shallow depth of field. And I think they only used it on Luke's close-ups. When they got really close to him, it was a very wide shot. Okay. Um, that was cool. They did light really well. Yeah. Flashlights in horror movies is is a big, big thing that happens right. a lot. But it looks good, so like keep doing it. Yeah. How did you feel about every time the light went straight into the camera? The well, flashlight the with flares? the flares. Yeah. Or even just like there were some static moments where there's just like a light straight in the camera. I think they did it a lot. Which is cool, and it made it look good, but it gets tired after a while. That makes sense. I like it when it's happening a lot towards the end, because it's more chaotic. But it's like, you have to give us, you have to build up to it yeah. sometimes. That looked right. really cool, though. Especially through the smoke and the fog. He said, the DP said that they were shooting in really cold weather, so all that fog that we see is real. real. Wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. I thought that that was a fog machine. That's cool. I assume that's all. Maybe they added some fog effects, but most of it is that. <laughs> I uh, Just coming from this camera class that I took, there was one effect. There's something called halation in cameras. Okay. And I noticed it in one of the shots here of the light coming in through the crack. So that was kind of cool. That's where there's like a Oh, was that when you took that red, picture of the yeah. screen? I'm going to send it to, there's a colorist that I met at Panavision. His name is Jay-Z. He's really cool. He's <laughs> go, he's in Mulan today working on their set. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to send the email, the picture to him and be like, is this what you were talking about? So I'm wow. excited about that. So out of 10, how much would you rate the cinematography of this movie? I think the DP did a really good job. There were moments when I think it could have been more impactful at the end. Like, I kind of wanted to see a couple of overhead shots of the monster moving in or the people moving yeah. in. And when when the Ron guy was his name, when he was... Dom. 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 When he was getting choked out at the end, it was oh, just yeah. an over-the-shoulder shot. So I feel like there was some more potential with that one. Do you okay. think that that's on the DP or the director, though? It depends on every set. Yeah. So... Because when you said, like, the overhead shots, it's I probably could see that just being a director's Budget call. and directors yeah. and timing. He said it's a lot of a lot of the light was just batteries that they brought in, so a lot of it isn't even oh, like wow. set lighting. Hmm. So that was cool, but I think overall he did really well. It looks it looks so good. I mean, it's better than anything I could do. So I would give it like a nine point eight out of ten. Really? Wow! Wow! Nice. It was yeah. a it was definitely a very modern look though. Everything right, was very yeah, sharp. Yeah. We it didn't did look. That's really what I said at the very beginning. Yeah. I was like, "This is a crisp movie." Yeah, right. which is a lot of people have this feeling that f- movies should still look like film, film, still look like movies. Yeah. And so it's getting into a weird territory now with our new cameras and how how sharp they look and right. how good they look and. How much should they still have a film look? Yeah. Well, I think that's just depending on what you're trying to go for for the film. Yeah, in your right. opinion. For me, I don't love it. Like the real sharpness? Yeah. Because like I said, at one point, it looks like an REI commercial. <laughs> <laughs> it, it seems very it seems very commercial in the way that they get really good images. So, but that's just a personal taste. Cool. Colors were good. Any yeah. final thoughts? Before? It looks good. Uh this isn't 
necessarily the camera, but the protagonist's face was the same in every single <laughs> shot. The same expression. It's like it's, it's like that cool shop effect where you just have a face and then the reactions <laughs> are the thing that's driving the emotion. This was that. <laughs> he had the same face. <laughs> that's my take. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. it. Okay. Thanks, Sydney. <laughs> Okay. Wow, Sydney. Oh, she did want us to mention. Um, she forgot to say the DP's name. Yeah. And his name is Andrew Shulkind. Yes. Yeah. And um, Sid watched this movie with us, but she um, <laughs> she of course left because we had um, a- another guest being featured. But we wanted to because we all appreciated the cinematography so much. We wanted her to put her two cents in because. She knows more about any of that than all of us. She does the best cinnamon. So thanks, Sid, for that. <laughs> all right. So segments. Um, I think we should start out with the Jared Padalecki acting award for excellence in acting. <laughs> Wait, and I couldn't say it today. I was no, trying to tell cannot. Claudia what it was, and I like couldn't get it out. And I can only do it when I'm not thinking about it. <laughs> all right. So obviously Luke doesn't get it because he has one face as Sydney ended her segment by saying <laughs> Crash. <laughs> but okay. Oh, I got to think of this I keep wanting to call one of the characters Peter, and there's not. There's not, but they, all of them could be. How about Dom? I was you know going to say the duality of Dom. Right. Really great. Really great. Yeah. He Dom went through a good. lot of emotions. I truly believe that he was experiencing <laughs> all of that. You know, he you know he made some personal growth, too. You know? <laughs> Real proud of you, Dom. And he was just constantly getting hurt. He got hurt, and then the <laughs> other dude didn't believe that he was hurt. <laughs> Like, why would he lie about it? Was that? So Fuck you, Hutch. Like, why are you gonna do that? Right. And as Claudia kept bringing up, like every all of his actions were out of spite, and you really could feel that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was I didn't make it out of this forest, dead or alive. Yeah. And, well, <laughs> didn't make it out. He but just wanted to be alone with the Big Mac. I'm comfortable <laughs> with Dom. Plastic tray. I'm comfortable with Dom getting this for you, Dom. Thank you. Very cool. Dom, Thank you, Dom. I think his name is Sam Troutum or something. Well, you Close get actor. the Jared Padalecki Acting Award for Excellence in Acting. Congratulations. It goes to Sam Troughton. That's his name. Hell fucking yeah. Troughton. What a last name. Troughton. Sounds British. It's it's T-R-O-U-G-H-T-O-N. Of course it God, is. God, I hate that. Troughton. Did we say, um, this is a very British movie. I wasn't expecting yeah. that. You know what? Oh. I was like shocked that it was British when we turned on and then I remembered the signal oh right oh so, yeah. you remember the this signal i was like why is this well, not a british movie <laughs> so the signal apparently has multiple directors because oh, yeah. for each well, there's segment the segments, yeah. so this guy directed one of the segments yeah. he also directed one of the segments in vhs and one of the directed uh segments in southbound southbound yeah so he's an anthology he's a short guy he is a short guy, yeah. Or not like short. He does short. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> as we remember, my th- whole thing with the signal is that it felt so British. British, yeah. And so when this turned on and it was British, I was like, yes, yeah. <laughs> this director is British. That makes sense. Um, but anyways, what were we saying? Uh, uh, so our next segment, villain ranking. Or what would you, let's see, what would you do first? We have the best segment. And I think this is going to be a really interesting movie to talk yeah, about. Yeah, all right. What would you do if it were you in this movie? All right. I would immediately slit both of my wrists yeah. with the knife that I looted off okay. of Hutch's dead body. So, so that corpse. So, 
So <laughs> that's out of, it. The, out of our four protagonists <laughs> of this thing, like, who do you really feel like if 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 you were any of them, who are you? I live my life through spite just about every day because that is what my father has taught me. Okay. So you're dumb. Yes. <laughs> it also, I have a really big hankering for a Big Mac right now. Uh, <laughs> understandable. Mm-hmm. I really, as we know, love Hutch. And I feel like I, I know he's a dickhead, but that's how I, if I was in like a high stress situation every in the woods. Every single character is a dickhead there, there. If I was in a high stress situation in the woods, though, I would be very Hutch where I'm like, shut the fuck up. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's me. I would definitely lash out at all my friends. I'm sorry. <laughs> but <laughs> understand. I would be Dom because um, I have B-U-E, which is big, useless energy. <laughs> so that's where I feel like I... Hey, no, no, that's Phil. That's Phil. Um, Phil. Really? Yeah, he was off going crazy. Like, Oh, you yeah. 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 I'm also as mentally ill as I am useless. So. Oh, my God. You got worshiping gods you don't know. <laughs> so I feel like that um i don't know if we're I was going on more go useless phil was the more useless dom at least tried all right okay <laughs> i had another point i forgot what it was i was just dragging Big myself Mac, spite angry hurting yourself any of that no you got a bad knee <laughs> um yeah no uh oh. oh i literally wore a knee brace today to work no there you go. oh wait i'm really bad in emergency situations uh, there we go yeah <laughs> so i feel it this is like honestly like getting lost in the woods is like kind of a nightmare situation for right me too. Yeah. i would shut down i couldn't like be effective like sam how you were saying like you would be like let's go we need to do this yeah. i couldn't do that i would be like so high stress I'd, i my immediate thing is like we got to figure out how the fuck to like get out i'd sit down have a cry no yeah i would be like i would be like smacking the shit out of you like let's go molly come on let's go i do need to for us to be prepared in this situation if it ever happens like i'll slap I will you. assume <laughs> i'll like it <laughs> no, um, you need someone else will have to step up okay. <laughs> um so uh, i hate to say it but i am <laughs> i'm worried that i would be luke because of just the convenience store. No, no, no. The convenience store situation. Oh, you shut where, down like that. Yeah, he like his friend is being attacked, and he's like, he doesn't know what he's very he's afraid, and he doesn't know what to do. And I don't know. I I like that's like my fear is like that kind of thing happens, and I react in that same way that he reacts, um, where I can't like help my friend. Um, that's a totally natural thing though. yeah yeah and they do like call him a coward like that's it's it's mostly like a personal thing with him but that's like also kind of like the survival 101 and like the things that they always teach you what's the catchphrase like don't be a hero like you're don't suppo- be a hero yeah you're supposed to not do anything that's that, true and it's flight or fright too yeah yeah you know? And like in this movie, it's it's very much from his perspective. So a lot of the like shaming comes from his own thoughts. Yeah. Like I don't but, think when the friends were doing like, oh, he oh, shouldn't. They weren't yeah. targeting him in that. They, but they he were felt saying that. like they said like, uh, oh, he sh- it shouldn't have happened or something at the very beginning when they're like pouring out the drink for that um, was Dom being friend. a dick though. Oh, kind of, but yeah. like well, I don't think I don't think everyone was trying to like think, shame him. To I don't think like Dom like meant it as that he was like oh it shouldn't have happened and then like the Point other i think the other guy realized that like it um luke interpreted it as, as like a 
shitting on him and he was like but it happened anyway it was like he was like yeah 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 it it, i don't think anyone else like meant to hurt luke or like blame luke or anything and luke was very much like shitting on himself and like feeling uh like a coward himself and a lot of the movie is his perspective blaming himself for the other guy's death um but all of that i i still see myself in that like if something bad happened and i reacted badly i would for sure blame myself and that's like it's it's like just a personal thing like that's just how i would react and i know that that's what would happen so like yeah i mean i hate to say it but yeah i i do see myself in luke you know I agree, especially with that kind of like shutting down in the right. first situation. Like, I don't know how I would yeah. handle that. That's very, very tough. Yeah. And like the guilt you kind of carry with you mm-hmm. for that would be very hard to cope with. That's the thing, too. Like, it's just that guilt carrying on. Yeah. And I understand that. I've had a lot of like close friends die, and it's a terrible thing. And you hold on to that guilt, and it mm-hmm. eats away at you. Yeah. And, like, Okay. So. <laughs> All right. Next on the list. Boof, boof, Should we do <laughs> our villain ranking? Wait, no. We should talk about like. Oh no, we already did. Hmm. Like, just like, how would you? Well, no. Like, yeah. No, oh never yeah. Mind. Would you survive if if you were in that if it situation? Was not not the character not, that you attach yeah. to, but like if it was you there. No. Mm-hmm. No. Absolutely not. I, I wouldn't would survive. <laughs> if it was the middle of the night and something was attacking me. I would like so I say like I'm like the let's get this out but like if I if something was coming for me I think I would actually shut down well okay I have a different question so you're hiking in the woods as you do with your friends you come up on a cabin and you have to go into the cabin because it's raining and then you find a like monument to some sort of demon creature what do you do the bullet (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well the first mistake they they did was they all were like yeah let's go to sleep it's like at least one i would actually suggest two people stay awake and then you trade shifts for sure yeah that three was hours the dumb each thing. that's yeah. six hours you know right and then easy just like peasy. sleep somewhere else when it's not raining like yeah. get a little you know yeah. it's sleep it was a little bit in the daytime yeah. sleep a little bit in the nighttime you'll be fine it was so stupid to me that they all went to sleep at oh. that moment bothered the shit out of me right. you know what i would have done like probably logistically if i could climb a tree i think i would have climbed to the top of a tree and just stayed there ah, that's, that's valid yeah yeah i, I, I see that's that right yeah. where you wanted you <laughs> this bitch tall <laughs> okay <laughs> But yeah. Yeah. So like um, you'll never catch me. I feel like I'd be running around like Dean Pelton in that little VR system. <laughs> Realistically, I I don't think I would have made it as far as Luke. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I would have made it pretty dang far. I think you would have made it to the cult. To the cult, yeah. yeah. And then by then, if I had been marked, I would have stayed them because that sounds pretty fucking cool. Eternal life <laughs> in the woods. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. You know what? I agree. I would have taken okay, that. Yeah. I would have taken the life. Uh-huh. My only problem is, like, I just want to have internet access. <laughs> oh, I was going to say the killing of innocent people, but... Oh. <laughs> 
Nah. That's no, fair. But like, yeah, I, I would worry about the killing of innocent people. We saw Fine, the, yeah, Can you whatever. raid local, vi- <laughs> vi- <laughs> local villages for but, uh, books? We saw the attic, but we didn't see the basement. For all we know, they've got some high-tech internet down there. Well, about the killing of innocent people, they are tourists. They are. They <laughs> probably deserve it. <laughs> that was me and just Harish while we say. were in Bruges. Like, a couple weeks ago, we like, everyone nice, here deserves to die. <laughs> like, scenic hike, though? As long as they're not being yeah, disruptive. That's fair. Unless you're on Mount Everest, then fuck you. You're ruining it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I but, learned yeah. a lot about tourists ruining Mount yeah. Everest. So, well, if- tourists ruins most just about everything but mount everest is being like severely polluted by tourists yeah god big rip so uh maybe some books or (laughs) the access to the internet um and then i didn't have to kill innocent people do they at least have rabbit ears for their televisions no (laughs) you gotta hope they could have a tv i hope they do you know what i would bring internet to 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 the cult cult. i'm your god now We yeah, worship the god, Zelda, and we'll be fine. If yeah. we assume that the person there most recently, maybe from 1984, maybe earlier, they didn't have internet in the 80s. They didn't, but you could bring, yeah. You know, you know what? what? They did have? I think they had the first Wheel of Time books, which means if I brought the rest of them there, <laughs> we could both finish the series together. <laughs> and then they would worship Neil you. Gaiman. Oh, no. no. Brandon, Brandon Sanderson. Sanderson. Yeah. And then wasn't like, didn't he like die before the end? Mm-hmm. And then it was finished by someone else. A real George R. Uh, Martin no, situation here. Patrick Rothfuss, who did Rothfuss, uh, the King, yes. Killer Chron- King Killer Chronicles. Right. If he ever fucking finishes them, <laughs> they never do. <gasps> seven years. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, join the cult and then like bring Make their the life better. to the cult. <laughs> yeah. You think that's the deal they cut Hozier? <laughs> <laughs> Feels right. Feels right. He's just going around recruiting people for this fucking demon and you know it. Or Come to this God. wood festival. Oh It'll be God. fun. And all of us are like, hell yeah. <laughs> Do me in the bug. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, villain ranking? Oh, oh. Can you throw me on top? I have it updated. I did the damn thing that I (laughs) said I was going to do for weeks and finally put together an updated villain ranking. I'll post it by the... It'll it'll be posted by the time this episode's out. So I think we should just give it its book name, Modor, M-O-D-O-R, Modor. Okay. Okay. Just to give it a name because it it doesn't have a name in the thing. In the Mm -hmm. movie, yeah, they don't... I kind of like Creature, though. Creature. Creature. (laughs) I, I need a second to decide because I, I really like this Harish, I have yours pulled up here if Can you come what? Okay, yeah, I'll come over there. This is exciting to have a villain I actually care about. So I am very happy because I finally have somebody to put at the top of my list for the first time in forever. Um, I have ranked Modor, the creature thing, number five. So right under Jennifer Check and right above Edward Lionheart. So my top five ranking is Pontypool Virus, Samara, It from It Follows, Jennifer Check, and then M- M- Modor. Modor. So, so um, I, fun facts, I also put it number five. Yeah. Uh, my ranking's different, but I, I put it number five, Molly. I, I think I put it right above um, 
right above the killer, the other mother. Yeah, I remember. I put it right above the other mother from Coraline. And so my top five would be Pontypool Virus, then It from It Follows, then Samara from The Ring, and then Bagul, and then Modor from The Ritual. He's very creepy. I, I really like this monster because not only is it a creepy design and it looks creepy, but it also, like, shows you your fears and or like insecurities and stuff so i do put it top five um mine also cracked top five um i have it from it follows and then i have modor wow Wow. number Number two two. i fucking loved this oh my god and then edward lionheart from theater of blood jennifer check from jennifer's body and other mother from Coraline. yeah fucking incredible (laughs) villain because not only is it terrifying to look at, but just the buildup. And, like, I know it's something I would personally be terrified of and am scared of. Oh, yeah. So good. And that hand shot just yeah. skyrocketed up to the charts. And also just the fact that it's, like, a god that's, like, doing, like, old god behavior. Yeah. You know? Right. It's, like, it's not trying to, like, get creative with modern society. It, like, stuck a society in the past. And it's just, it's neat. Mm-hmm. I just think he's so, neat. I just think he's neat. <laughs> Claudia, uh, you don't have a villain ranking, but like, how 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 would you rate this villain out of ten? I mean, personally, he's a he's a good seven. Seven, yeah. You know, I'm looking for I know a little bit something more. Okay, yeah, with yeah. my villain, right? You know, I don't know what it is. I can't put <laughs> it into words, but a little bit more. He's a solid seven, though. What are other? What are your favorite horror movies? Honestly, or horror movie villains. Everyone that I watch becomes <laughs> a new favorite. Fair enough. Because I watch them so rarely. Yeah. That I can't remember most. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a giant scaredy cat. Like I watch one every six months, and so, it's usually just The Conjuring again. The Conjuring. <laughs> so, what are like examples of just some of the horror movies that you really like? I mean, shit, you had Coraline on there. Coraline. That was our first episode. That was our first episode. It's Can't a bad go episode. Listen to How we've grown. It's a, it's a boring episode. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, because well, we just didn't have a podcast. The started. We were talking. We were at a bar, and we were like, we want to watch Coraline. Yeah. I was like, how can we monetize our interests? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Podcast. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Right. Uh, between, like, that... I usually watch a bunch of ghost stuff. Okay. You know, that's my true fear. So, like, The Conjuring, like, have you seen uh, Insidious? Oh, Insidious is awful. Insidious Um, is scary. Amityville is awful. Okay. Do you mean awful, like, scares you or you you don't like I mean, awful as in scares me. Ah, okay. Yeah. Have you mean Amityville, like the original or the remake? The original. The original? Yeah. With uh, Margot or... Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder, yeah. (gasps) So what should we rate it out of? We usually... So what we do, we rate the movie out of just like objects from the movie or something like kind of related specifically to... Three set out of antlers. Out of antlers, I feel like it'd be a pair right before it's Velvet Shed. Like that nice fresh yeah. pair of antlers. Those real fluffy almost. Yeah, looking. really good antlers. <laughs> I think antlers. I like antlers. How do you feel? Ten antlers. Yeah, I'm good with that. How would you rate this movie out of ten antlers? I can start. I give it a full ten antlers. This movie ten? fucking rules. Wow. Okay. I loved it. I haven't liked a movie this much in a while. Okay. It was so good. Yeah, it's just 
It's terrifying. And the plot's good. <laughs> That's all. Um, I was going to give it nine. I got a lot of enjoyment out of this. I would happily recommend people watch it and like sit down and watch it with as many people as possible to watch solely to see their reactions to the film specifically. Um, I don't, I can't explain why I can't give it a 10, but it, I think it's just, it didn't, um, it just didn't land there for me. But like, I think that this is a fantastic film with a fantastic monster villain and, um, monster and creature thing. And, um, I, it, it was just really well done. I have to agree with you. I'm going to give it a nine as well. There was just something about it that didn't quite push the envelope, but all the pieces are there. It's really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know what? I was between an 8.5 and a nine, but I think I'll give it a nine. <laughs> Yay. I, so for me, like I only give a 10 if I think the movie is perfect. Um, I don't think this movie's perfect, uh, but I do think that this movie does. Um, it's a very good horror movie in that it it like does the stuff like as I said before, it does stuff that is cliche to horror movies, but it does it well and it does it very effectively. Um, so I think it deserves a nine. So I will give it a nine. What's up? No, sorry. Um, the Emmys are tonight. Did you know that? Oh, the Emmys I... are tonight. They're tonight. Wait, can I really? give? Oh no, no, it's the Creative Arts Emmys. Oh, can okay. I give you a secret though? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rachel Bloom's pregnant. Oh wow, good for her. Do you ever watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Nope. The woman from that show is uh, pregnant. Mm. Good for her. Yeah, it's the wow. Creative Arts Emmys. Good for creative her. Arts Emmys. <laughs> but yeah, is that just like the um? It's the ones that are like, like more technical, more technical okay. and stuff like that, and then also just some that they just don't do on the televised, but they still don't think it. are important. Very cool. Sorry to distract <laughs> from that, but it just was important I think to me. That's everything. Rex, Rex. Oh, um, recommendations. Yeah, I could start. I have a list made. I have. A, yeah. I have a couple. Um, first, I want to say Midsummer, obviously, <laughs> right. horror movie set in Sweden. Sweden. I think this works as a good kind of companion to Midsummer, which is very like a like. Would you call it the Shadow movie. Midsummer or something? This is literally the anti-Midsummer. Yeah. Midwinter or whatever they call it. You the she, You called it the like the dark this midsummer. Is the, midwinter. Like, midwinter. That's yeah, what midwinter, it was. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I guess I would say that because it is like set kind of in like cold winter and like visually very like stark differences. But it's just I feel like they go well together. I don't know. It just it makes sense. Right. Like cult Swedish shit in the summer and winter. Yeah. I think oh, I just fucking love Midsummer too. It's just like in general a good movie. I love it, and this movie works well with it. Um, this movie I saw at Sundance called Sweetheart. Um, is another. It's like a monster movie. I've recommended it before for other stuff that we've watched. I'd recommend it again for this because it's also one of those you get little like blips of the monster before the big reveal, and I thought that this movie did a lot of that as well. Yeah. Um, The Witch. The Wood Witch horror movie. Blair Witch, but someone else can talk more about that. And I have um, an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, the gang oh saves God. the day. Ah, yes! <laughs> ah, 
Which episode I thought of that, that during it's the one where they're in the convenience store. Oh, yeah. To... I thought about that during the scene. Oh my god. They're in the convenience store and they all have fantasies about how they're gonna save the day from the from the. And trip. how it ends is exactly how you know it's gonna end. It's great. So I would recommend that episode. It's good. Yeah. Um, I have a couple. Uh. One, my first one, like Molly said, was Blair Witch, just because obvious reasons. A lot of this movie set in the woods where slowly stuff starts not being right and you realize that they're not alone. Um, different things, but because uh, like that one's more like found footage, steady, shaky cam and stuff, but still similar um, actions and story progression. Uh, I also wanted to bring up the um, uh, Kill List. The kill list, yeah. Uh, just because that's also one that has like a hard cult turn at the end, right? Um, really fun. Also British. Um, and then also the signal, which we talked about a little bit earlier. This director did a segment in the signal, uh. So I just wanted to tie that one in. And then something I literally just thought about was the Babadook, because oh. um, it's a story where like past traumas are like haunting your present, mm-hmm. and Ooh. that's kind of what this one kind of has to do with. Did you have any? I didn't know anything about this segment, so oh, I'm doing this sorry. completely off the fly. Um, yeah, no worries. It's fine if you don't have any. If you have just a general stuff you want to recommend, too. Yeah. Biscuits. I hate being put on the spot like this. All right, I'm sorry. Well, I can go yeah, first. No, I have to. Um, so uh, I I want to recommend this uh, The Honeymoon, or maybe it's just Honeymoon, um, is a movie... Uh, it's only the only common thing with this movie is that it's set in the woods. It's about this couple that is on their honeymoon and they're in the woods and weird stuff happens to the wife. They're in a cabin in the woods. Um, and, uh, it stars Rose Leslie, who is, um, if you watch Game of Thrones, she's Egret. Uh, so yeah, uh, honeymoon. Um, and then uh, uh, I did want to recommend Blair Witch because uh, Blair Witch is also like being lost in the woods. It's I did not like it as much the first time I watched it, but the second time I watched it, I liked it a lot. It's very much it's very relatable to if I got lost in the woods, this is how I would react it um it's very realistic and it worked really well and it's found footage it's like one of the earliest found footage movies uh at least in the modern it really made that genre found footage yeah so blair witch and uh wait okay uh i did want to recommend the descent oh yes Oh, the descent yeah. is kind of it's very similar to this except it's all so, women yeah so this is about a, a group of dudes a group of men who go and do go to vacation and go hiking um but the descent is about a group of women who rather than going hiking they go caving and they go and explore a cave and they're uh exploring a brand new path in the cave and then there's They're monsters and weird stuff happens and it's a very well-made movie it's Ugh. really good one of my favorite horror really films. well directed um and really good uh so yeah so 
underrated I as fuck. Would also Honestly, that's a great descent. comparison. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. I, uh, so, <laughs> full disclosure, I found that from a. I, I was just scrolling through Letterbox. Oh, was it that review? Right before, and there was a review that was like, "How to tell if a movie that you were watching is actually just the descent?" <laughs> oh, really? I didn't see that. <laughs> that's what it, it like. the The review was like, <laughs> "Yeah, this movie is just the descent." <laughs> I found one. It's um, so good, though. It is very good, yeah. The Swedish Elk Project, the Vavoids and the Deer Scent <laughs> is what somebody described this movie as. That's actually um, perfectly... Yeah. It describes, like, those are the three movies combined that make this. Yes. I haven't seen The Descent, so I can't oh, speak to that. I want to. It is it's so, so good. Um, give me one. Criminally, criminally underrated. Sorry, I can't. Okay, I can't find it now. Uh-huh. Um, oh, wait. Yes, let's play a little game called... This is a review by Chris Richmond. Okay. They gave it two stars, um, and it's from October 5th, 2018. Uh, I would definitely give this more than two stars, but they say, let's play a little game called How to Tell if a Movie You're Watching is The Descent. And then uh, I'll read some of it. I don't have to read the whole thing, but like, do a group of friends go on regular adventures? Yes. Are two of them a little bit closer than everyone else? Yes. Does one of them die tragically? Yep. And is it really hangs over the other person? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then the remainder of the group goes on another trip. Yes. But this one's a little <laughs> intense because they want something to bring everyone back together. Absolutely. But then they decide to go off on a beaten uh go kind of off the beaten path uh uh-huh and then they end up pretty much lost and alone right but then it turns out they're not alone because there's this evil murderous borderline supernatural presence there yes and these are women right no 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 see the difference this is not in fact, The Descent. But yeah, it's very similar These to The Descent. These are women. Incredible. Horatia reading of that is so, incredible. <laughs> that's a really good review by Chris Richmond on Letterboxd. Um, but yeah, that's why... <laughs> it's happened before. That's yeah. why I recommended The Descent. <laughs> that's beautiful. <good>. Absolutely <laughs> beautiful. All right, so final plugs. Do you have, Wait, do you uh, have any recs that you wanted to... Oh, yeah. Did you come up with any recs? Oh, no, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Trust me, my movie recommendations are awful. For a person who just spent the last 24 hours listening to 303s and 1 on repeat, I don't (laughs) think you want that. You're not the first person I've seen reference 303 today, and I'm bothered Maddie did it, too. (laughs) Um, uh, Do you have, like, uh, social media or anything that you want to, like, draw any people to? Not particularly. <laughs> no. <laughs> she's not in it for the phone. She's not in it for the fame. That's like, valid. I'm good. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I guess it's Tiny Hooligan. That's about it. Um, you can catch me on Twitter at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby Doo reference. And you can find me on Instagram and Letterbox at SamanthaDon13. Um, I'm on Twitter at Midsummer Queen. Can you tell I like that movie? <laughs> um, on Instagram at Molly Francis Haynes and on Letterbox at M O one one Y H A I N E S. And I'm at Not a Credit Card on everything. And you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter, Tipsy Terror Pod at Gmail dot com if you want to email us. Uh, Tipsy Terror on Letterboxd and uh, Facebook. Um, and then 
if you can't remember any of that, you can go to our websites, which are tipsyterror.com, tipsyterror.rip, tipsyterror.p, uh, dot WTF, and tipsyterror.pub. Dot pube. Uh, and all of the, all of those websites go to the same thing, and they all the, it just lists all of the stuff that we have. Um, SoundCloud Tipsy Dash Terror, uh, and then we have a Patreon, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Tipsy Terror. Please uh, reference the last five minutes of the last episode for that spiel. <laughs> we do um, bonus episodes for one dollar a month. You get to vote in polls to decide one of our episodes every month. Um, we also have a like Google form where you can recommend um episodes but no one's recommended an episode yet probably because it's very late um but um anyway you can have it for free uh anyway uh and for five dollars a month we do bonus episodes every month and if we make enough money um we will do more than one bonus episode every month uh but yeah so like subscribe to our patreon Um, and i think that's everything yeah thank you so much for coming on yeah thank you honestly it was a pleasure coming over here and hanging out with y'all yeah it was really fun yeah thank you for letting me finish this movie (laughs) and not be scared i'm glad to to provide that platform for you it was a good movie i'm glad you recommended it (laughs) you can watch this on netflix it's available because it's it's a netflix Netflix original yeah okay i think that's it Bye. bye bye who wouldn't fuck a pee scrappy